Hey everybody, welcome to the episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance and I'm here with my partner. Water. We're here for another week. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? I'm actually doing really good today. Um, I was able to start back working out this past weekend, so I feel good. I feel rejuvenated. <laughs> okay. I, I can't say the same for myself, but all right. <laughs> I mean, you could if if you started coming up, like before you start working stuff, you can go work out and stuff. Oh no, I don't work out in the mornings. I don't like working out in the mornings. I'm a night person, so (laughs) I work out after work. (laughs) But it's usually really late. Huh? It's usually really late. Yeah, I know that. I'm okay with that. I'm not about to uh, wake up to work out. That's stupid. <laughs> so I'm it's, already up. Then we go work out. Okay, and that's pretty much you're saying you're not a morning person, right? Yeah, I mean, who don't know that? Pretty sure they didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> Shit, I'm not an afternoon person either, but I mean, <laughs> hey. I gotta be awake, so. I mean, I guess. <laughs> So, yeah, this week it was good. I actually had, you know, I just kind of relaxed for the most part. Like I said, I was able to work out again. Um, I didn't do anything too big. Just kind of chill. Bought some shoes. Um, yeah, that's about it. What did you do this weekend? Um, nothing. Oh, I went out Friday night, didn't I? Where did? I don't know. <laughs> I think I went, yeah, I went out Friday as a friend in town. Okay. I went on a school night. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> the school um, night for a stylist. Huh? <laughs> I say a school night for a stylist. Yeah. Should not have done that. Um, <laughs> barely made it through my day on Saturday. Okay. And yeah, that's about it. So, I didn't do did you recover for Sunday at least? Yeah, I, I stopped being. Around 2 o'clock on Saturday, I was no longer intoxicated. <laughs> 2 o'clock. About 2 o'clock. Yeah, so by my second client, I had got it together. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a good thing. I guess it didn't last a whole another day. I'm actually glad yeah. that you got up for work. I mean, I have to get up for work. Work is happening, regardless. Sometimes you don't really have control when you know you have a little bit more to drink than what you're supposed to have, so... Mm-hmm. Work is happening regardless. I mean... You're going to have to figure it out. <laughs> I, I walked in with my power aid, so I was prepared. Uh, thank God I had already threw up the night before so I didn't have to worry about that happening you were messed up messed up (sighs) I've never actually heard you say that you've ever had to throw up drinking yeah because that that's not what I have to do I was I was being a very irresponsible adult like I'm ashamed of myself wow this is rare because I'm just so used to you not being ashamed of anything um, just like Whatever. why you just say it like that? Because I mean, this this is news to me. <laughs> the fact that you're ashamed of yourself, you like I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do what I want to do. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, I'm better than that. Like I'm too old to be getting that kind of. First of all, I should have known better than going out on a school night. That's what it could really come down to. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I'm happy you're taking is. ownership for everything, starting with you going out to. Yeah, like, why am I? Why wouldn't I take ownership? I did it. I mean, I had a great time, but <laughs> you know, it could have been a great time on Saturday night instead of Friday, <laughs> where I could have just slept it off on Sunday and nobody would have had to know. But it's all right. It's all good. You know, you live and you learn. You're right. I'm I'm proud of you, though. I will say that I'm proud of you. Next time, instead of Power Eight, try to get some Pedialyte. I heard that works better. 
<clears throat> Pat is all I had, okay? <laughs> but I will I will keep in mind Pedialyte. Yeah, Pedialyte that that does a trick from what I hear. That's not for kids. Yeah, it's for kids, but it's to help get the electrolytes back at a quicker rate and also um give you other um nutrients and stuff that you need to be able to power through. I damn sure needed some. <laughs> so that would so those IVs that I'm seeing people do now, um Oh, I've seen those too. Is that what what they would be used for? Like, I guess if you're dehydrated from the night before? Yeah, like depending upon what you feel like your body needs or what you're lacking, Mm -hmm. you can get IVs of certain vitamins and nutrients that you wouldn't be able to like consume. Like sometimes people don't know um, that even though you take vitamins in pill form sometimes mm-hmm. the body certain people's body doesn't don't do well with absorbing right the vitamins the way it's supposed to so it doesn't matter how much vitamins you're taking your body is still not absorbing what it needs before it expels it so stuff like the ivs help to get you to the levels that you want and i'm seeing it's becoming more and more of a thing right i hope it's not like a I hope people are not using it as a, a like a, a scapegoat to like actually. You still need to eat your fucking vegetables and drink your fucking water. <laughs> like, don't think you're gonna sit here, you little drug addict. You just want people to put a needle in your goddamn arm, and you think that you're gonna get everything that you need. Right. You still gotta do your other stuff. This is just helps to give you an abundance of. Okay, because I was, you know, I honestly, I wondered. I didn't think that would be like a very successful business. Um, when I started oh, seeing people doing the IVs, cause I'm like, who would really need, I mean, I knew people would need like a pick me up the next day, but I didn't think the market was that big for individuals to actually need quote unquote an IV the next day. Cause most people that are turning up like that, it's not necessarily next, <clears throat> next day, but you can definitely do like every month you're getting, you know, something. Right. Yeah, I just I just always wondered how would they stay in business because it seems like a very expensive type thing. And how would you get people to continuously come back? Because if I know, if I'm paying one fifty to get me a quick pick me up so I can get to this meeting um, on a Saturday yeah, morning, nah, that you can't use it in that, that. You can't use it like that. See, that's what I thought it was. You. That's the only thing I thought it was used for. Cause I no, think, no, no, no. Because I think I saw it on Married to Medicine some years ago, maybe about three years ago, where one of the husbands, who's an actual doctor, I think he's an ER doctor, um, he decided to open his own like IV section thing. And one of the examples they used was like, if you go to a party or whatever, or you get too turned the night before, you got an early morning flight or something to that extent, you know, just something you got to do early the next morning, and you got to get make sure you're back together. This is where you would come to get your, you know, I guess your replenishment. And so I was like, well, what? How is the market that big? I'm just thinking of more so the people that are getting drunk to that point where they need a pick me up are younger individuals. And most times they're going to sleep to about three. So that's why I was like, I just didn't understand it for the most part. Yeah, I don't think you should necessarily be using that to get a pick me up from going out the next, the, the night before. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know. Listen, people can do whatever they want to do with their money. You want to spend your money on some bullshit? Go ahead. <laughs> right. Do whatever you got to do to get yourself together. Yeah, y'all just let me know how it works out. Next time you decide to go out, how about you just try it so we can have like I actually, a... in the um the clinic that's next to me, they actually do it. And I was thinking about like getting it done. So You should try it because I, I really... You know how I, don't, how I feel about needles. That's my thing. I hate fucking needles. You have tattoos. <laughs> Head doesn't mean I'm not gonna feel that shit. You don't really. It's not like they're tattooing you. Now that you feel. No, and and you know I have tattoos. That that's not as bad as I I don't know. I just have needle issues. Okay. Anyways, you're psychological. That's all it is. Just get over it. Because I want to know how this works. I want to know how it makes you feel. You go do it. How about you come and tell me how it works? Because I eat my veggies. I don't really. I do too. (laughs) But I'm also not throwing up either. So. Ma'am, ma'am, who just started drinking, don't do that. <laughs> Look, I'm, like, just... like, I'm throwing up all the time. It was just that one time, and all it was was liquids because I didn't eat. It was my fault. I was stupid. I did hookah and drank, and I did not 
eat. <laughs> so the only thing that was going to happen was it was about to come right up. And that's what it did. Okay. <laughs> Stop minding my business. What are we talking about? I Okay. You have to end the subject like that. I mean, I had a few more questions, but I guess that don't even nope. really matter. Like, let's just move nope. on, huh? Okay. Um, but yes, I was actually, while I was working, I tend to have conversations, intellectual conversations with friends on the phone, um, to kind of make the day go by faster. So I have a friend from Alabama, um, he drives trucks, so he has nothing but time a lot of times. So we were on the phone today, um, while I was working and we were just talking and he was like, uh, answer, answer me this. He was like, I feel like women, when they start making a certain amount of money, like anything over like $75,000, they're, that's just, you know, when they start making over $75,000, their selection of men gets slimmer. But then especially when they start making six figures, like they can never really upgrade to a man almost on their same level. They end up having to like date down in his opinion. And he was like, but I feel like men, once they start, the more money they make, the more selections or the greater selection of women they get to, um, see, try to date, try to talk to their, their selection is bigger. They have a bigger variety. And so he asked me, he was like, why is that? And I was like, uh, my opinion, I feel like it has to do with men's ego. That was the first thing that I brought up to him. I was like, I feel like when a woman makes more money, a lot of times if a guy is not making that same amount, he feels like I have nothing to really contribute because their role is to be a provider. So what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this take first? I don't know. Um, I guess it, it is true, but it I think it also has to do with the crowd you keep. So if you, as a female or male, if you are at a certain uh, financial, you know, level, then if you continue, unfortunately, to be around people who are making less than you, then yeah, I feel like for women, those options are going to be slimmer. But if you align yourself with people who are more like you, then you have more contact with those type of people who are on your level. Even with dating? Because I think that like, if a guy approaches you, say, say for instance, you're this, you're this attorney and you're a partner at your firm, right? Uh, most times you, you have this presence, but if you're out in the lounge or whatever, you may just like a normal female that's very attractive. He may come and talk to you and he may be a brother that dresses nice, but he may only make, say what, 50000 um once he yeah but that's different because you are in a regular public place and you meet so you don't nobody knows who makes what and who doesn't right but that's what i'm saying you can't control that that has nothing to do with where your money's at i don't feel like your your slim pickings is because of when you go out you don't have any now if you're going to a place where it's known for people who with a certain stature go, then that's different. No, You've already put yourself in that place. And so you should, you would be expecting that the people approaching you are going to be close in your range. But if you're just going, if you, like if we just go downtown, yeah, you're going to get all of the regulars. <laughs> I hate to say it like that. That's so bad. But you're going to get the regular people talking to you. Yes. But even then, I was going to say, like, even if he made 50000 like, and they started dating, they were going on dates and stuff, and they're getting to know each other. And I think the issue is, is that when they do go on dates, when she starts explaining herself and who she is, what she does, and they get on the subject about what they have, she's driving this Mercedes Benz AMG Bruh, with the kid. We're not that... But you're, you're talking about going on dates. Like, why, why don't we already know that before we're investing that type of time but even then like if you're in a conversation via phone before you're actually getting on a date with this person mm-hmm. just to kind of talk to them mm-hmm. guys may ghost her because 
she makes all this money. She don't really need yeah, me. Good. Thank you. I appreciate that you left and knew that you couldn't but, afford me. But that's my point. So is it really about the money and the ego? Because she makes so much more, is are men intimidated by her because she makes yeah, that much more? We, we know this already. That's yeah. That's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So why? Is, so why is it different? So do you feel like women start to settle for the men that make less just to have somebody because the pickings are very slim? No, unless... it's not that you settle. Women a lot of times don't care about the money. It's not always, not for everybody. It's not about the money. Right. I agree. I feel, I feel like, especially when you get to a certain age, like if you get to a certain age as a woman and you're like in your late forties or even early forties and you're just tired of searching. So at some point you realize it's not about the fucking money. Like I'm looking for a companion and whether he is, you know, Twenty, thirty thousand dollars below me. Right. That one, for, especially for a woman who's securing their money, that don't mean anything to her. Right. And that was. But my... if you're looking to be like that... lavished and taken care of and all of this, then that is very important to you. So that's where you, why you say the men have more of an option because on the other side of women, you have the ones who do want to just be kept. Right. I feel like, you know, I feel like with women, we never really see money. Just uh, honestly speaking, it's very few women, in my opinion, that yeah, really care about. Yeah, we see it. Huh? Right. We see it. I mean, we see it, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's very few that really care about if a man no, no, makes no, more care. than her. We care. We do. To a certain extent. <laughs> not when you're looking we, for we love. We care enough. Yeah, but not because enough. What it comes down to is like, can can these bills get paid though? That's really like, can that the extra shit? I got that, but can these bills are these bills getting paid? That kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not talking about a burger flipper, but if a guy's making a decent living, I'll say fifty thousand dollars, right? It's That's not like make, decent. Yeah, because I think the norm for an average salary now. Is like forty thousand, forty three thousand. I think the average salary. And that's men and women. The average. And where? America. Where? That's why oh, nobody. That's, I'm just asking. <laughs> America. I, I didn't know if you meant like Florida or no. Florida. Okay. Uh, well, so the average salary right now in the United States is fifty thousand or forty. Forty something thousand. Yeah, it's about forty thousand, but I guess depending on where you stay and the market depends on how much they make. So it may be fifty thousand in Texas, but it's based on the in Texas, but it's based on the cost of living. But uh-huh. it's that fifty thousand in Texas may be equivalent to the forty three here. So around about the average salary is around I say forty three to fifty thousand. So they make an honest living, and for me, it's like okay, we can. I would ideally, I think everybody would love all the bills to be paid by the guy. I think that's, and we still be okay. I'm fine with that. Okay. But I feel like women, we don't get the luxury of trying to wait to find a guy that makes just as much as us or more than us. But if a guy, he ends up making say 40,000 and he gets a, an upgrade to like a promotion at work and now he's making 90,000. Now he can get the baddest bitch in the club. Yeah, because his role initially is to be the provider. The woman's not supposed to be the provider, right? That's what men are taught. So yeah, he's going to have plenty to choose from because that's what we're told that they're supposed to do. Right. Then it becomes an issue because now it's like, I've been with you when you was making pennies compared to what you're making now. And now you want to date everybody and their mama. Now you're making 90000 and people are kind of noticing you can wear a Gucci belt versus the Levi belt that you had before. Now you got a pair of penny loafers <laughs> instead of the Steve Madden's. There's nothing wrong with Steve Madden. It's, it's not, but I'm just making a comparison of the difference in what you wear in your presentation with more money. And now the crowd that you're trying to attract. And so I also mentioned to him, I was like, you know, to your point, men, their goal is to provide. So once they make more money, they can get almost anybody they want versus us. Once we get to a certain statue and a certain lifestyle that we have for our own selves, 
men are almost intimidated. When you say you have your own house, you have your own car. Now, I'm not talking about apartment, but when you say I got my own house, my own car, I think the initial trigger that men have is, well, what am I needed for? Yeah. She can do this by herself. Right. And that's probably what we're giving off also. Not only the initial trigger, it's probably a lot of what we give off when we are established. True. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, <laughs> you should be able to stand in what you make and, and who you are and what kind of lifestyle that you like. There's nothing wrong with that. You just have to know that in that time while you're doing that, that, you know, you're not going to have that much to choose from and you can't really complain about it. You're in a different, like, bracket in life. And it could be at uh, age, like, especially if you are, you know, late 20s, mid 30s, and you're already established, you know the men at that age aren't. Most of them. <laughs> Your age group is not there yet. <laughs> so we're not so talking about me. You can't complain. <laughs> I mean, you can complain, or you have to open up your, you know, your eyes to other things, other people, maybe other demographic of people you i mean if you're, <laughs> everything may change you may start dating older men who, right. who are established you don't know like right and that's what that's what brought us into our next conversation here now on the phone when i brought up that point that you're making right now about how you know people our age with which is he and myself he's a year older than me and i'm like people our age it's very rare that they're going to have themselves together meaning they're not trying to find their path in life, they're not trying to find their career or they're at the beginning of not their that real they're career. they're not trying to, maybe they just haven't gotten there yet. Right, they're, they're at the beginning of their real career, like not just having a job, but having a career and they're working their way up. So I feel like that's why now, in my opinion, just, just my opinion, I feel like that's why now we see a lot more young ladies um, dating older like actually dating older men, men, like being in relationships with older men because they have themselves established. Mm-hmm. They can provide. Right. So, I mean, once he's not acting daddy-ish, then, you know. Right. That's fine. And that's why it's like, okay, on the contrary, when you have a, when you have a woman that makes a lot more and she has a man that makes a lot less, she's more so supportive of him you know, uplifting him. She's in it just genuinely because she really mm-hmm. likes him or whatever the case may be. But on the opposite side, when you get a man that makes significantly more than a woman, I find that they, the men use that money as power. Like mm-hmm. for me, if I made significantly less than a man that made a certain amount of six figures, I honestly wouldn't want to date him depending on what type of man he is meaning personality-wise, his morals and values, because it's like when he makes six figures, he used that as the end-all, be-all. Like, I can almost kind of do what I want to do because I take care of so much. the money and I take care of the family and I should be free to do how I please. Bingo. And I think that's a recipe for disaster. And I was telling my friend, I was like, you know, I would more so go for the guy that makes a similar amount, maybe even a little bit less than myself. Maybe I'll say 10,000 less than what I make. I'll be okay with that. <laughs> Maybe 15 because that's an odd number. So like somewhere around there, I'll be okay with that as long as he has a legit job versus getting a man that makes a lot more that's going to take care of the family. Well, you know you're going to go through some shit. You're going to have some women on the side. You're going to find some earrings certain places. You're going to find receipts. I mean, that's with... not, it doesn't have to be like that, but it does happen like that sometimes, yes. I think it's more prevalent when you have that big gap because... I mean, there's niggas who ain't got shit that be out here cheating, so we can't necessarily say. The... <laughs> we have niggas out here that ain't paying that one bill, okay? <laughs> and they out here cheating. They are cheating, but it's a difference when you create a family or start being with somebody like that. And they'll, they'll go get a nice house, like a fucking nice house. The man can afford it. You know, he'll go put all this money down. We got this nice, lavish house. And he knows that if we were to break up, 
She ain't going to be able to afford the car payment, the insurance, take care of the kids, and be able to keep the house. So he'll use that shit as leverage. Like, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? So is your friend currently having the issue of of an abundance, um, you know, abundant amount of women that he can choose from? Um, yes. Or is he having issues finding women? No, he he makes a good living, but at a certain time, like I want to say within the past three years, he just got to that point where he's making um, close to six figures. But he was saying even before that, when, you know, he had his own trucking business and, you know, with COVID, that kind of set him back to where he started driving trucks for actual company. Um, and he was like, I've dated some of, you know, any and everybody. He's like, I dated doctors i've dated lawyers i've dated scientists i've dated some of any type of woman that you can think of and they were securing themselves that they they weren't really worried about me and what i had going on mm-hmm. but That's he, what I'm saying. most of the time when you get to that level of, as a woman and you know like with or without this dude i'm gonna be okay we really don't care about your money like that we want to make sure that you handling what needs to be handled. So, like, like you said, as a couple, if it is that you pay in half or you pay whatever bills you're supposed to pay in the house, once you're handling that, that's fine. It's when you start not doing the your bare minimum is when the problem starts. Right. For women. Right. I just, I don't understand why there's a disparity. Like, I, I, would, I really want to know. Like, I probably should have asked him once he gets to that six figure threshold, why did like, why do men transition to feeling like they're in a position of power vert instead of a position of providing? Cause that's what you're supposed to do. Quote unquote, you're taught to provide, but why do you, why does things transition from you providing to you being like, in a I mean, position I think of power? for black men, it, it has to just do with how, you know, we've been dealt with in society period. So if you, Got into this level, then you know, you start thinking you big shit. You know, I think that's for for black men. I mean, I know white men. It's not like white men don't do the foolishness too when they get to a certain age or to a certain money level, but they're already expectant of that they're supposed to be taking care of their home. Um, the wife, a lot of times, they make sure their wife is is a, at home mom or whatever. A lot of times, they don't work. It's like kind of already embedded in them to do that, right? Whereas for black relation or for uh, our black people, I feel like it's a competition. Like we're competing with each other in the relationship financially. Yeah, and that's really weird because it's like you can have so much more money, or you can have. Like, a- white women have no problem saying, "Yeah, I don't make any money. I'm a stay-at-home mom. He makes all that. He pays all." They have no problem saying that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah, Todd's whatever a project manager, and he makes six figures. And you know, we live a really good life. They have no problem saying that, but it's very difficult sometimes for a black woman to say that. She- she doesn't mind saying that he's a provider, but majority of the time she's working too. So it's still, you know, there's still a little competition in, in it, yeah. I feel. And I think that, you know, you might be right now that I think about it. I feel like, you know, it has to do, like you said, with society. The men, when they make that certain amount of money or they get to a certain level financially, they feel like I've kind of arrived. Because mm-hmm. I made it. Yeah, like from being suppressed and now you're in a position to where you can buy the same thing as the quote unquote white man. You can afford it and, and still be okay. You mm-hmm. I mean you're not spending it and you know, in debt. You're able to spend it and still live good and still eat at the five star restaurants. You're able to rub elbows with whoever, so like you're that guy. And then on the retrospective I feel like, you know, there may be some competition for women because when you look at it, women's rights wasn't what over, it wasn't 40 years ago. It just like, we just got it maybe 50, 40, 50 years ago mm-hmm. to where we're just now, I want to say maybe the late seventies, eighties when women actually were able to start working, having some type of independence about themselves. 
So when you look at that, it's almost the same exact thing. Like now I have some type of, I've kind of arrived. I worked so hard to get here. And most times it's going to be a male dominated, you know, industry. And it's like, I'm able to take care of myself. I'm able to take care of everybody if I needed to. And technically I don't need anyone. Right. Or him. Yeah, we just need to stop saying that. We need to think it, but not verbalize it. Yeah, I, I guess it just depends on what it is that you don't need, in my opinion. Because technically, you don't need anything. I mean, you may need, you know, you may want a man next to you, um, but you technically don't need him. I mean, if you want to have a baby, you know, you want to have sex, that's the only thing that I can see as being a need from them. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the issue with women is that do I suppress how I really feel? Um, even though I technically don't need him, I want him. Or mm-hmm. do I stand on my, my own too? And I, I really don't understand why men are so, you know, intimidated or get upset when a woman says that she doesn't need him. She wants him. I feel like the want should feel more empowering to him because he doesn't his insecurities in himself doesn't allow him to understand that he is wanted not needed you're insecure you know there's nothing that a woman's gonna say that's not gonna make you still feel like it's gonna it's gonna hurt the ego every time it's just it listen everybody out here fucked up dog that's what it come down to <laughs> everybody is messed up because at the end of the day how much who who even needs to know what okay when you're filling out applications and stuff Mm -hmm. what they usually ask you is the household income right right they don't ask you does your husband make more than you they don't ask you for the specific amount of each individual they just say the household income that's it right so until people start looking at it, <laughs> shit, me included, until <laughs> people start looking at it, you know, as all one, regardless, whatever amount you're bringing and whatever amount I'm bringing, it comes together as one. Um, This money thing will always be an issue. Salaries will always be an issue for people. Yeah, but you got you got to get to a mindset where you can think that way, where you can say, you know, oh yeah, what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine, with no underlying feelings when you say that. Right. I think there has to be. I think it goes back to what we were saying or mentioned earlier is that it comes with a respect line. Um, if you respect that person and what they bring to the table, I think things will work a lot better. When mm-hmm. you come to the overall total, but I think it's that fear that everybody has of if I make less or they make more, they're doing more for the family. When that's not necessarily always the case. They and then it's what what you're looking actually looking for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people are really just looking for companionship, and so right. the money isn't important. And be he's a good communicator. He is great around the house he's good with the kids you know whatever it is that you're looking for in a woman and the same with the i don't, I don't really know if it's the same with the man because the men is it's pretty simple what they're looking for <laughs> right they want to be catered and fucked like they at the end of the day <laughs> they want to be catered to and fucked that's it yeah i i agree that's why that's why i don't understand like why it strokes their ego when they get to a certain statue for men and make a certain amount of money that now they just want a bunch of different women. The women that they most likely would not be able because to Because they're about to get the attention. I don't even know if they realize or if it is true that they want it, but the attention is there. The ability is there. The ability to be... Especially if you were the dude who wasn't getting it before. So it's just being able to entertain what you was not able to entertain before. Yeah, possibly. A lot of it could be that. 
if you weren't getting nobody before because you was that broke dude and you was always friend zoned because you was the broke dude, you know, or or women made you feel away because you weren't making enough money. Um, yeah, the minute you get it, that's the and you know that you know that guy. I know plenty of them who hmm. talk about money all the time, who talk about the things that they have. You know, usually they do present themselves in a very good way. You know, they 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 dress nice, they mm-hmm. have a nice car, all of those things. But, and usually that should be enough, right? Like right. just seeing how you are is enough for me to know that you have your stuff together. Right. But they also then want to talk about it. And they want to tell you about what they do and what they're into and they've got this investment and they know this person who has this amount of money. Like, who cares, sir? You're going to get the women who are like, who cares? And you're going to get the women who are going to be like, oh, my God, that's who I need. That's who I've been looking for my whole life. Right. Because even when they get the female that they would normally not be able to have a conversation with and say she's one of those that she's okay with being a stay-at-home mom, take care of me, Right. So he's making all this money. Now he decides to pursue her. He knows she want to be stay at home. He gets with her. He's not done though. Now he wants to have sex on the road when he's traveling for work. Now mm-hmm. he wants to have the girlfriend at the penthouse that he can afford to have now too. So it's like once that for me, just from what I see, I could be very wrong. I just think that once they get to a certain level with money and men, I think that they're never satisfied. It's very few men that I feel like are satisfied when they get into a certain level of monetary benefits. They're always looking for something more. And I think that's something they struggle with trying to fulfill within. It has nothing that's to because do because of their insecurities. Didn't I tell you everybody out here was fucked up? <laughs> that's insecurities. Cause if you're still not happy with getting to, I mean, and that could, that could be, Women, it could be for women also. Don't don't just think it's only men. It happens a lot more with men. Mm-hmm. But see, yeah, some people just money. They think money is gonna make them happy, and it does. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> money will make you happy. Money makes life easier, which will make you happy. But it doesn't fix everything. Right. The issues that you had before are still going to be there with or without the money. Yeah, I've always been taught or like money only makes things easier to pay as far as bills. That's the only thing money does. But the more money you make, the more money I've seen people just spend because they have it. And so the more you spend, now you got to manage upkeep. So I feel well, like... you don't have a good relationship with money if you don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Some people... Sometimes when you've never seen it or never been around it, you yes, you overspend, you overindulge because you you've never ever not you've never had it yourself. Right. Um but if you some people just have really bad like some broke people are really not broke. They just don't do well with money. Hmm. There's a, I feel like there's a difference. What and, and tell me what's your what's your take on that? Because I thought it was like a situation where like people that were not necessarily broke but live a broke lifestyle, that was just maybe a part of them like where they know that money can be their demise. So even if they know that they may not be that good with money, this is the only way that it makes me feel comfortable having money. Let me act broke. So it becomes second nature because as soon as I feel like I'm not broke and I have this money to spend, that's when all of my issues come about where I overspend or I'm yeah. overly giving. Yeah, that that's when you don't have a good relationship with money. And it, it, a lot, not everybody knows that. Some people, most people make enough to live a decent life. Okay. But they're overspenders. Mm-hmm. They abuse money. Mm-hmm. That is hard for a lot of people to recognize because okay. they automatically assume, like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I get paid. I, I'm getting a weekly check. I have a salary. So I'm good. I can spend whatever. Um, I can spend whatever I want. Right. 
but then, you know, a tire blow, and then they can't even buy a, a tire for their car. Right. And then there's the ones who psychologically have to tell themselves or like you say act as if i don't have the money because i don't ever want to get so comfortable that i overspend or that i allow the money to make me feel like i'm something you know bigger than what i am you know what i'm saying right. like some people you know you get a little money you start thinking you shit you start doing dumb shit saying the acting away you know all of that type of stuff so let me act broke or live broke mm-hmm. so that that money will always be there. Right. Why do you feel like it's so hard for people to live within their means? Do you feel like that's a part of the the freedom of not being like thinking psychologically that you're not suppressed anymore, that you can do and have whatever it is that you want? Say that again? I said, why do you feel like it's so difficult for people to live within their means? Is it because um... of the difficulty like the mental part that we're discussing about them feeling like I've never had this before. I've never seen it. So I need to enjoy it while I have it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody deserve, deserves a point in their life where they fuck up money. Mm-hmm. Because you, I feel like you need to mess your money up so that you can understand like at a greater point in life, like, okay, why money is important, why I don't need to overspend, why I don't need to buy 42 pairs of shoes, you know, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you if you come from nothing, like you're inevitably going to fuck up some money at some point in your life. Hopefully it's at the uh, younger age in your life. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're not 40-something years old and you, you know, blowing through money. But... It also, though, not staying within your means has to do with a lot with who you're around. Right. I feel. I feel like that too, to a certain extent, unless it's a situation where they know that now they're the big dog in their crew. So instead of trying to influence or maybe, you know, promote healthy spending or whatever the case may be within their circle, now they're the big dog in the circle. So they feel like they got to show that they're the big dog, which is also ego driven. You ain't got to show it. People know. <laughs> <laughs> People know. <laughs> it's very easy to know in your group who's okay and who's not. You know because every, they just act different. Have you seen the little video, the clip of the Peloton biker and he's talking about the friend? You out at brunch and you have that one friend who want to <laughs> split everything down to the penny. Yes. Only, uh, <laughs> when he said something about like she only going to order water right. and Splenda and a lemon. Like you already know there's no need to try to like <laughs> put on for nobody. You know who the people are who are okay and who aren't okay. But it's just like, it's an ego thing. They have to, like, they have to, without actually saying it, they got to show it. Like, I'm still the big dog. And that's just a sense of power. Like I said, when they start making a certain amount of money, I feel like money correlates to power, which sucks. Because Mm -hmm. it it really doesn't. And it has everything to do with the insecurity within yourself. Because there's people around here that, you know, maybe making 40000 that if you're on the outside looking in, you're thinking they making good, well over six figures. Just because of how they present themselves and how confident they are. Listen, I I know a lot of people who are like that. Mm -hmm. And then, listen, that may just be that they know how to work their money very well. Mm -hmm. So on a $40,000 or $50,000 salary, you're looking at them like, how are they able to go on vacation? How are they able to do all these things? Like, I know I make more than them and I'm not able to... They have they have designed their life to be able to do those things. You know what I'm saying? Like right. if you are, I always say like what your thing is, you're always gonna make time and money, put away money to do whatever the things is like. If you are like you, you like sneakers. All right, you're gonna drop two three hundred dollars on a pair of sneakers. Where I may look at you like, how can she afford to keep buying all these sneakers? First of all, it ain't none of my damn business. It's another thing I keep telling people mind your fucking business. But 
you know what you're doing with your money and how you're saving your money for whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I, I just don't feel what I just know a lot of people who may come off looking like they make a lot of money, but they don't. Right. And it is, and, and they're probably more rich than the people who do make a lot of money. Right. So it all boils down to money management. Money management. That's all it comes down to. So, you know, back to our topic. If I was in that situation and I make a decent living for myself, I wouldn't... Um, I wouldn't consider it dating down by me dating a man that's less making less financially. Um, just because I feel like dating down in totality is based upon the man himself and who he is morally. Um, and all those things play a role in it because it'd be a lot of shitty men that are making six figures. And that don't mean that I've dated up. It just means that I value money more than a person. Mm-hmm. So give me the man that makes less or that doesn't make six figures, but is going to put me first and do the little things. Right. We can figure out the money shit later. We can, it's, you can always find a job. You can always get a promotion. You can always get a raise. You can always do overtime. You can always create well, a business. I mean- I mean, if you're making 50000 and you turn around and you tell me you got $20,000 say, I'll be like, well, shit, clearly you know what you're doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you, you, got... are, you are the person that I need to be around because you know how to save money. Right. If you got the 20... Make sure that we always okay then. If you got the 10% or the 20% to put out on this new house and right. you make less, something's right. With so you doing something right and I'm okay with whatever you make. Right, I trust your money judgment. <laughs> now, if you selling drugs on the side, that's none of my damn business. That's you're, none of my business. you're a good man. That's a good man, Savannah. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupid. That is a good man. If he's making twenty, and he got twenty thousand saved. That ain't none of my business. He does right. well. He's very successful in my eyes at that point. Exactly. We just we just gotta stop looking at the superficial. Stop looking at the dollar signs. I mean, I know it's nice in a world now that you see on social media that all these couples, quote unquote, appear to be happy. The woman has all the nicest purses. The man has all the diamond jewelry and the nice car. He's opening doors for her. And it appears like he's really the breadwinner or he's taking care of home. But like I say, you always see a headline about these, quote unquote, star celebrity couples with some shit that's coming out the woodwork. See the baby on the side. Another woman, she getting beat, or whatever the case may be. It's always something. Mm-hmm. It's always something else going on behind closed doors. So find a situation that works best for you. But I don't believe in a whole dating down or dating up kind of label that's being given. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Yeah, that's so no. It's I think it's just a term more so. I don't even think that as a realistic thing. It's, I mean, it's a thing, but it's whether or not you allow it to be a thing. What do you consider dating up or dating down? Do you consider it to be looks or person as a whole? Mm-hmm. Or money? I think it could be anything. Anything that's... Uh, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> no, say what anything you want to say. that was a step up from whatever you had last is dating up to me. Yeah, because I mean, if they had on K-Swiss before and now they ran wearing Reebok classics and that's a step up I guess I mean both of them are step down for me but you know tomato tomato <laughs> <laughs> which I think that yeah it's really just like anything that's that anything that puts you in a better shit even emotionally like if you're mm-hmm. going from a dude didn't consider you and couldn't um, communicate well and you know you guys didn't have good intimacy or whatever and you get one that is that's a dating up it may not be um something visual for everybody else to see right but for you that's that's the step up yeah you're you're absolutely right i agree with you on that one i ain't gonna lie i agree with you so i guess it's more so 
internally what is a step what is important to you as a person based on your own experiences but i will say that money is not the only factor as a part of a step up in my opinion no because honestly you're the money doesn't become an uh a key player in your relationship to me until like months in because you shouldn't even be caring about his money nor you know what i'm saying like when y'all are just dating it doesn't matter what either one of y'all make. Like, aren't you supposed to be trying to create some sort of foundation? The money isn't, I don't feel it. It's definitely a topic, but it's not something that's an end all be all. Well, how would you bring, how would you bring up that topic? If y'all, are, if y'all are dating now, you know, like you're saying, money is not supposed to be the end all be all, but how do you bring up the topic to figure out where they are or would you even care? that's why I say I feel like you can kind of just tell a lot of times by the way the person carries themselves or how they act but if you have to bring the if you have to damn um how do you ask somebody about my I don't know I don't know when that even becomes a there's a, I think it I think it that kind of just inadvertently comes up when you start discussing jobs like cuz you know that's such a common question. What so what do, do you do for a living? Yeah. Oh, What's I'm a your public, title? Yeah, I'm a public's bagger. Oh, okay. Nobody I, says that. They move, they're definitely going to say I work at Publix and you're like, oh, "Okay, well what do you do at Publix?" But either way when you think Publix, you're thinking bagger, meat slicer, baker. <laughs> Not necessarily. You could be a head of the meat department. <laughs> you could be a baker. Right. But most you times... You could also be in between situations. You could also be... um, You could also be like... Yeah, I work at Publix because I'm currently in <laughs> culinary school. <laughs> Right. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I, I think it's just I think it's just normal to just start off with the best part of what you do or where you are before you get to the part that you're not so happy about. So like you said, using that scenario of them being in culinary school but working at Publix while they're in school, he's gonna be like, So what do you do? And she'll be like, I'm actually in culinary school, so she's gonna leave with the best thing. But in the meantime, when I do have time, I'm a Publix like I I've worked back there with the bakers. I just turn the cake while they put icing on it. But I don't think men even care a lot of times what women do. As long as as long as the man is on top, he's okay with that. Right? Yeah. Now, if it's the other way around, that's when the wheels start turning. Because I'm not. Yeah, and lie. we'll go tell his friends, girl, boy, go to Publix. You know, she'll hook you up over there. In the meat <laughs> like, would not even care that his wife works in the meat department. Right? <laughs> she'll give you free samples on the house. Yeah. Tell her you know me. She'll, she'll season it for you too. Like he, <laughs> he won't even care. <laughs> it is so weird because if the roles were reversed. And I'm asking what he do. He be like, well, you know, I'm in between jobs. Immediately, right. my head starts some, turning. Um, glorified position, like, oh. My head starts Ooh. turning when I hear in between jobs. Right. Did you just fill <laughs> the application out? Have you even been on the interview? Did you get the fingerprinting? Because in between means I already put my two weeks in someplace. <laughs> and i'm about to start my next job that's in between for me if i feel like in between is such a broad thing that means it's in between something so in between means in the middle meaning you ain't at point a and you ain't got the point b yet so right so that means you already put your two weeks in (laughs) you're waiting for that to finish out because you got a new position a new job and then you're going to be starting that one whenever no. it's in between. That I guess that's what it's supposed to mean by saying in between. But in between to a lot of people mean like they were at point A. They either put the two weeks in or they got fired. And right. they're waiting and they to don't find. Have, and they're looking for a job right now. Right. And like, and they'll they give you. Job. And they'll give you that optimism like. Yeah, but I'm actually trying to get my license to be an adjuster or I'm trying to get my culinary, you know, certificate or I am trying Have to... Have you enrolled? 
in well, they, school. Well, they got the next test coming First up. So I'm going to try to. In between jobs and you're taking me on a date, your priorities are all the way fucked up and this needs to end down. Because <laughs> where did you get this money? So who's paying for this? So, so that, there you. So they got a money situation. There's the money question because no. that's why I say in in retrospect that when the roles... but I would have to know you're in between jobs before we even go on a date. We would have already had to have those type of conversations. For me, I'm having conversations, a lot of conversation before we even give each other that type of time because I'm not gonna find shit out over dinner one my facial facial expressions is gonna kill the whole dinner I'm just telling you that now and then um two it'll eliminate a lot of things so if I know you're in between jobs I'm not thinking that you about to take me out to dinner I guess we meet in that Starbucks or we meet in that park because it gotta be something free Something that you know that you can go ahead and eliminate you paying for. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not good with starting off with starting bad habits. So you in between jobs sounding like I'm gonna be paying for a lot of things and I don't wanna start that habit because when it's time to break that bitch, you're not gonna like it. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so you so you're not even of... so you're not like even that... gonna go on a date. Like if he says he's know. in between jobs and he's still waiting to hear back for some people in regards to jobs. We don't need to be doing anything. What you need to be doing is saving your money right now. But, especially if you have children. Taking me out on a date is not your priority. We're why, not going anywhere if you don't have a job. That's why I don't want to date people with kids. Because now, well, now they got to think about them instead of kids, me eating. It's about... <laughs> It's them having their priorities, sweetheart. It's not even about because they may not have kids, but they may owe the IRS fifty thousand dollars. That's a that's child support, just like anybody else. <laughs> you understand? Like the kids is not only the an issue. They're they're not the only hinder in in the relationship. Because <laughs> other things, <laughs> you may she he may be paying spousal support. He may Ooh. have an ex wife that he's still paying fucking support for at that point he should just go back and make things right <laughs> that 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 would be the only advice i would have to give to him like you got kids you got an ex-wife that's not happy go make that right go go be a family <sighs> fix that therapy fixes all things oh, please a counselor a pastor somebody <laughs> but ain't, ain't, ain't nothing you can do over here that's gonna be within your budget for what you got to pay out. Because I mean. Even if he does have to pay. Quote unquote spouse support. Or child support. That's still taking away money from us. So that means that my money. Is going to be used on a lot of bills. That you can't afford. For us. Still a no go. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah I appreciate I appreciate your input on this uh, subject. <laughs> Now I got some more things I can go and bring to the table when I have this discussion with him tomorrow about <laughs> different insights. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's fine. He's a truck driver, so his issue is that women are going to want time and he don't have that to give them. Well, actually, he's one. He's not one of those truck drivers that drives out of state, so... Oh, okay. I, I forgot what what's the name of the company, but it's a daily thing where he comes home the same night and it's in oh, town... Oh. Yeah, it's like dropping off different loads, maybe swapping them out, taking them to different locations. I mean, he has routes every day to different businesses, but, you know, he still get to come home at night. You don't have to worry about him gone Monday through or Sunday through Wednesday. And then he's home to Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday, he's getting prepared. Or Saturday, he's getting prepared to go out on leave again on on Sunday. So... You know his whole schedule like y'all in a relationship. No, we're just friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where can they find us? Yeah. <laughs> you guys can find us on Instagram at Balance and Water. Um, you can also follow our personal pages, which is down in the description below. You can also listen to us, tell a friend to tell a friend. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts if you have an iPhone. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher Podcasts. Amazon podcast and I think that is it yes that is all the places um, if you have any topics any questions for us feel free to email us at balanceandwater at yahoo.com or balanceandwater at gmail.com got anything else you want to say to the people 
Um, no, everybody stay safe, please. Yes. COVID is real. Yes, stay safe. Wear your mask everywhere. All right. Well, stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye. Bye.